This is Vibrant Vernacular. I am Hashes. And Shawan. It's Evelyn. Good morning. So um, today we're going to kind of bring it back to, you know, the here and now as far as on the political aspect. Although none of us are political experts, we still live in the same world that most people do. So um, we get a lot of information on what's going on in the political world with the election going on. You know, it's a lot of misinformation, information all being passed through the same filter. So this morning we wanted to kind of talk about Ice Cube and his advisory um, or conversations that he's had with the Trump administration. And we wanted to just kind of delve into that a little bit to see how, you know, do a temperature check to see how we all felt about it and just kind of give our opinions uh, on the situation. So who would like to start? Um, well, I can kind of start. I feel, um, I've always liked Ice Cube I pers- on a personal level, but at the same time, I feel like if somebody had to represent us, I wouldn't mind it being him. When I say us, I'm talking about Black people. I really feel that I wouldn't mind him being the representative, you know, if we had to designate somebody. But, um, what I saw when I woke up the other morning, um, I guess it was somebody's story on Instagram. I don't even know why I was on Instagram, but it had Ice Cube, like he was performing at a concert or something. It was like an old picture, but it had hashtag bastard across him, the picture. And I was disturbed by that because I'm like, what the hell? You know, I just feel like, uh, and uh, the more I read, I had to do my own research on this one. And someone had just sent me a video the day before where it had Ice Cube on there talking. And he was like, beware of placing your vote with the candidate who is offering nothing for you economically. And I was all for it. I was a hundred percent tuned in and uh, in agreement with what he had to say, because um, it, it made sense. And I think being a social work major, getting my um, advanced degree and really diving into social welfare policy that's one of my favorite classes but just diving into that a little more it's like we gotta we are the black vote means so much and it's being taken for granted so when i saw that they were basically canceling ice cube i'm like what the hell is going on so it looks like he's being uh people are saying he's betraying the black community by talking to the trump administration i don't see it as a betrayal i would have to agree how about you, Evelyn? Um, I do agree. I don't see that it is a betrayal. Um, at this point, if anybody will listen, then I say talk to them. Um, because we've gone through tons of administrations um, mm-hmm. where there hasn't been anything specifically outlined for us. Um, I think this is the year where people are actually listening. Um I don't want to say it's the year where there's action. I mean, there's been a little bit of change, but like I said before, not to be negative, Nancy, I think these are just the building blocks. So potentially our children see a change um, from their generation. So So you're saying it won't be immediate, but this is starting the process. Exactly. Exactly. And again, if we can get, like we always talk about having a seat at the table, if we can get a somebody that has sense 
um, to talk about our issues and they're willing to listen, then what's the problem? Kind of researching a little bit further, that's what he said. He was like, I'm not here to play politics. I'm not here to tell you who to vote for. I'm here to make a change because we don't own enough economic wealth. We're not going to be able to survive as Black people for another 100 years like this. He was like, Mm -hmm. if Biden's team wanted to reach out to me and talk, he's like, I would have talked with them. And I think somebody did, but I think they wanted to talk after the election. Mm -hmm. Trump and them Mm -hmm. wanted to talk, you know, now. And I mean, again, with that being said, I feel like he's being neutral. He's trying to get a point across. Whoever Uh wants to listen to it and adapt to it, so be it. I don't really think what we call cancel culture, we need to throw him under because to me, he still did it true to himself. He won't go in there trying to be a Republican. He won't go in there trying to be a Democrat. He's going in there to try to get change done. And if they're listening, then I don't see what the problem is. I mean, and not to be funny, because people are like, oh, you know, they're going to pimp you. They're going to pawn you. They've been doing that. Like, they've yeah. been using any type of blackface. They've been using any type of celebrity. I mean, last year, wh- who was it? Um, Hillary hosted, like, a presentation with Beyonce and Jay-Z. So, not Ain't nobody say nothing a, about that. Yeah, but they hosted, you know, uh, I guess, like, a whatever it was, voting forum or it wasn't a concert, but you know, they, they were used. So like, what's the difference? So I don't, I didn't see it as a sellout at all. And, um, uh, Pasha, did you want to jump in there? Okay. Um, so I, I love how we're so open and I think that's how we need to be. It's a reflection of how we need to be as a people. Um, when it comes to ice cube, I'm with y'all all the way 110% because I feel like no one was listening before. So if the Democrats are going to parlay, like you said, as late, when I, what I read was he actually reached out starting in January, Hello. Uh-huh. Um, reaching out to everyone. And the Democrats mm-hmm. did listen to him, quote unquote, listen to him first or reach out to him first. But like you said, as they kind of delayed their response as far as wanting to meet with him until after the election. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's how they're using the system to their advantage. And even in an interview I, I just looked at, I think he was talking to Hot 97 Ebro in them. And he was saying how um, uh, I think Donald Trump's son had posted a picture of him and I think 50 Cent or something like that. Oh, I was just looking at it. But he was like, <laughs> "I yeah, I got on him for it. He was like, because I know it was part of politicking. Uh-huh. And he was like, and I understood that it would come with the territory. And he's like, I'm not endorsing Trump. He said it several times, several uh-huh. different uh-huh. ways. I don't understand how much more he can say it or how better he can say it. He's not endorsing any president. You know, so it's kind of like, He's even understanding that his image would be used no matter which candidacy or which uh, party spoke to him. If the Democratic Party would have spoke to him as well, do you not think they would have posted his picture all over the Internet? Even if he wouldn't endorse them either, they would have used that as their ploy, whatever direction that they wanted to go in. And I just feel like, especially what you said about the cancel culture, Asley, that's so real in our in our community we cannot embrace that everybody's not going to have the same view the goal is the economic benefit to all 
black people to our community as a whole so whoever's going to listen why wouldn't we speak to them why would we have party loyalty when they don't neither one of them have loyalty to us yeah i wanted to say a few things too um but the first thing um that me and my brother talk about all the time it's like the more i talk especially being a social worker, seeing how my life has been affected, seeing how my clients' lives have been affected, um, I get annoyed sometimes. You know, I get annoyed with how things work, you know, um, the system in general, don't matter which side people are on. But the more I have conversations, like, uh, I, want, I hate to have educated conversations, but just adult conversations with, like, really serious-minded people, one of my concerns was with the HBCUs, like, um, and doing my research, I found some information on a site called Inside Higher Ed. And um, I just, I, I looked it up a while ago, but I wrote it down this time. For the HBCUs, this administration, the Trump administration, has allocated $255 million to annually go to for STEM funding for minority serving colleges. He also allocated $85 million specifically for HBCU. And one of the things that was also mentioned is that it's not the president's job to keep the doors of the colleges open. But how many times have we seen colleges, you know, not begging for money, but, you know, in a tight jam where they needed money? It's like, don't say that, I mean, okay, because you didn't get a, a, a extra stimulus to boost your, your wallet, that doesn't mean that the administration is not trying to help. I just feel like, first of all, I want people to think about what change, what changes are you trying to see? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to be comfortable? Are you trying to not work as hard? You know, I see a lot of people creating businesses and I love that. But it's like, um, do y'all know who Nancy Pelosi is? Mm -hmm. she's the speaker of the house and she was giving a speech they were trying to pass a bill a, a law they were trying to pass some type of legislation and she told the people well you'll find out what's in it after it's passed you can read it after it's passed who does that how can you tell don't worry about what's in it just pass it what sense does that make and it's like as a democrat a lot of times what people do is well, my mama and them was Democrats, so I got to be one, too. Do you know the facts? Do you know what's really going on? Like, a apart from what you see on the news or you hear at the barbershop or the hair salon, like, do you know what's really going on? That's my question for people who are, who seem to be a little closed-minded on the election, the candidates, or anything dealing with Black people. It's like, you have to educate yourself enough to know what's going on. So I feel like, once again, how will you know if you don't discuss this with people? People who may not look like you or think like you. We can assume mm -hmm. what the other, other side, quote unquote, or the other person is thinking, but until you communicate, you will have no idea. So once again, by him going and talking or setting the stage for talks to happen, I see nothing wrong with that. What I see wrong is the people who sit behind their little computer or their phone and criticize and complain but they do nothing when they log out. Yeah, no conversations. Yeah. My my big issue is I'm not loyal to any party mm -hmm. at all. 
I'm loyal to what's going to benefit me as a whole, my family. Building generational wealth is my goal, you know, for my children, you know. So two points that I wanted to kind of go at is when we do see Democratic candidates running for office, they don't have a black agenda. But because they're Democratic and just kind of to piggyback off of what you said, Shawan, my grandma was a Democrat. (laughs) My uncle is a Democrat. So if I, if my memory serves me correct, the first president that I think I've ever had to really look at was Bill Clinton. Uh-huh. And the only way that he won the black vote was he went on Arsenio Hall and he played the saxophone. Hey, you remember that? Hey, I do remember. <laughs> do you do, do any of y'all remember that? Hell I was yeah. a little girl. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Me too. So we were younger, right? And that's what you remember about his he got some soul uh, yes, he for the black people. Exactly. Yeah. But but anybody seen the movie 13 mm-hmm. on Netflix? He could give a shit about us for real. Mm-hmm. Right? But he played the saxophone on Arsenio. So <laughs> we should man. vote for him. He's the man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now think about who is the next president? Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Of course, that was the first president I ever voted for. I, if my memory serves me correct. <laughs> but he won because he was Black. He didn't have a Black agenda either. But everybody expected change, and that's the key word. That exactly, because his people. exterior yeah. reflected who we were, mm-hmm. which gives people hope. You know, hey, we can be president, right? Mm-hmm. Next president, Hillary Clinton, and I'm just going on the Democratic just because that's where we seem to vote, right? Next candidate. So yeah. Hillary Clinton, she had hot sauce in her purse. That's all I remember. She carried hot sauce in her purse. Oh, she eat hot sauce? She buzz. Like, yeah. Exactly. So that's my point. Like, even with their agenda, nowhere do, and, and if I'm wrong, y'all tell me I'm wrong, but do y'all recall a Black agenda other than them reflecting certain aspects of our culture at us like we use that and with joe biden what did he say you ain't black you ain't black and that's that just when i tell you boiled my blood and irritated me to no end and it's like who thinks that's funny who thinks that's like oh oh he tripping he he funny like he's he's for us no if you make that statement it's like i guess that my frustration comes in where it's like okay this black vote is so valuable you know the black and brown vote is so valuable once you get it it's like, okay, thank you. You know, it's almost like a one night stand. Like y'all yep. literally fucked us. Y'all used us and fucked us to get what you wanted. Now it's like, you do have power, but I feel, I don't know. Sometimes it's like people intimidate you. We don't even got to worry about them blowing up the polls or stopping us from getting there. It's these everyday lame ass conversations that people are having. And my question is, have you done your homework? Like, don't sit up here and say, oh, he don't like black people. He this, that, that. How do you tell me? Give me something else to go on. You know, give me something else. Because I know people who have looked in terms of, well, I did get that extra money. I did get this. So he must like us. You know, like, what are we going to so, say? I think, it, I think it's twofold. I think, yes, us as a people have to become more educated. But I also uh-huh. think the candidates do as well. So I think yes. like when they make mm-hmm. those comments and things, mm-hmm. I don't, sometimes I think, not that it's right at all, but I think they do it because they're trying to relate to the youth to mm-hmm. get them out to vote, yeah. to, like we said, kind of use them to get 
their vote. I think they forget about middle age <laughs> black people that ain't worried about hot sauce mm-hmm. in their bag. I think they forget <laughs> about the, you know, working middle class that's trying to raise three, four plus kids and, you know, go to a job that's not making all ends meet. Like, and then I also think, and not to say that the Breakfast Club is not informative at all, but I think also too on some media platforms that they do interview they feel like they have to act like that because in essence that's how the the show runs if that makes sense or that's the majority of the that's the majority of the audience Hillary would have never said that on the Today Show Hillary even if she was being interviewed by Hoda Hillary wouldn't have said that if she was up there with Michael Strahan or um I forgot the black lady's name in the morning on the Today Robin, Show. Robin. Yes, exactly. exactly. She wouldn't have said that with Gail because those are not the platforms. So the platforms yep. that we tend to listen to and tend to get our attention, I feel like they think that makes them more relatable. Like, you know, I am a politician, but, you know, I can still come to the cookout. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and sometimes I don't, I'm kind of twofold on it. I get where they're going to try to at least get their attention because these younger people, I mean, I don't know if they're in the politics. Again, I feel like this is the year. I actually won't say this is the year. I do believe one thing that Barack Obama did very well was get people focused in the politics. I don't know if it's probably because Mm -hmm. that's when I, like you, first started to vote um, that I paid more attention, but I really do feel like he opened up people's eyes to kind of see what was going on. So I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like sometimes the platforms that they come on, that's why they act like that. But it's <laughs> yeah. not always, you know, the best because as we know with media, just like they did with Cube, you know, oh, Hillary, you know, the hotline, I mean, the headline is Hillary, you know, can come to the cookout. She's bringing the hot sauce. Or, Um, you know, and I think just at this point, we're tired. And I think that's why (laughs) everything is backfiring based on what everybody says. Like people are just more in tune to like, what do you really mean by what you say? Because people are tired. And I think this is the first time because there's never been a black agenda. I would agree. I think this is the first time that they actually realize, hey, we kind of have to do something. Now, will they do it? I don't know, but I think, again, it's still up to us to apply the pressure. We can't get them in there, and then there's no pressure applied. And I think that's what um, Ice Cube has said. Um, I I think Mm -hmm. I was looking at the Rolling Stone interview, and I think that's what he was saying. He was like, okay, we get them in there, but we can't let them pressure just because they got the vote. Exactly. He's like, I don't care who gets in there. It's just if they said that they're going to honor this plan or they're going to move towards this plan, don't let up once they get in there, if that's what they committed to. Because I think we forget that's still a job and they work for us. Yes. And we pay them to do it. Like they get paid by our tax dollars to represent us. And just think about how powerful our dollar is. Yes, that's what I was saying. Think about it. And uh, how it circulates, it doesn't even circulate that. I, I don't remember the circulation rate, but our dollar does not circulate That's in our okay. community yeah, you're, you're as fine. much as in other communities, you know? And my, my biggest thing is I love how you put everything, Evelyn, honestly, because you put it in, in more of a perspective of that I never thought about. 
And that is like they're coming to you in a language, kind of like what they say about the Bible and Jesus, how he came to the people in the language that they needed him to come in. So if they go on the breakfast club, they're going to try to be cool mm -hmm. and hip because they think that that's the way to appeal to that culture or that genre that, that was the word appeal that I cannot think of the word y'all <laughs> yeah but the funny thing is that's why Clinton went on Arsenio uh -huh. that's why he played the saxophone on Arsenio and the way you put it I just I just love the way you, you did that you know you brought it full circle and I feel as though once just like any other job once we get a job we, comfortable. we don't really We're comfortable. exactly we get comfortable and we're just like okay we're here you know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. And I think Ice Cube, his record, like I saw on the internet, is solid yeah. in our community. Yeah. So for us to jump on him because he's looking for equality and he's even, he said that in the interview that I was looking at, everybody's jumping on the social justice aspect of things. His plan is more geared to our economic yeah, development. Yeah, that's what I wanted to point out you know as what I'm well. Saying? Yeah, as a social and that's worker. a big deal. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, girls, like I just like got like a heat flash when you said that because you know, for me being a social worker, of course, we're always looking at things from a social perspective. But I put some notes also, like when Azalea said the candidates need to be educated more. Some of the things that they have to think about, the number one is cultural diversity. Like everybody's not the same. And because you know that black people eat hot sauce, you may not want to highlight that, you know, so like it's okay, but it's, it's, yeah, it's such a generalization. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, it give me heartburn. Everybody don't like hot sauce. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel to be, um, think about cultural diversity and what uh, Ice Cube said, the financial and economic self-sufficiency when you're thinking about who to vote yeah. for also these things apply like is the candidate culturally diverse and i just hate also y'all want to just stick a black face up there and you're like oh you got one yes. you got one pick one but then and a lot of people have also said don't i don't want to hear nobody talking about kamala harris's record and all this just vote for her because she's the the change we want to see no if you look at is she for us? You know, I guess that's a whole nother show or conversation, but it's like looking yeah. at people's track record. Don't just say, okay, you got your black face now. Shut up. No. Like, what if we want another one, another candidate? You know, it could still be a woman. It could still be a black woman. Like, it's just, y'all think about some stuff and equity within education. There's a serious gap in the education in these uh, white communities compared to if you go downtown Atlanta or some other places in Norfolk, you, you don't see that uh, balance or that it's not equal. You know, the, the, the condition of the schools, the textbooks, if kids are still using them in some areas, it's just Nowhere near it's not equal. the same. Yeah. And just think about your own political involvement. What can you do once again when you log out of your little computer or put your phone down? What are you doing to push the, the, the black agenda in your household, in your mind, in your children's mind? Like, what are you sharing? What are you exposing them to? All that stuff matters. And with black people, I'm a black woman. And I'll say this again. We have to unite, consult with one another, create some kind of agenda. Yes. You want this. They want that. Uh, somebody else is only worried about their rights. You know, it, it, it's just like, damn, we can't. What's the, the overall agenda for Black people? 
Yeah. Does anybody know that? So I just feel like just, I don't know, if you're speaking on your own behalf or if you're criticizing the person who had the balls to, to go to the quote unquote other side, what are you doing? Like, can you top what he did and, and get results? And I think my thing oh, is, how ahead, can you go ahead, Asley. No, I was just going to say real quick, how can you have the scales balanced if you only deal with one mm, It's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. It's, it's lopsided, one-sided, and somebody, once again, doesn't have a seat at the table because they didn't bother to try to get one. Then it's like when it's all said and done, you mad, you complaining, but you weren't a part of the process at any level. I understand everybody's not going to be the next Michelle Obama or Barack Obama, but it's like, dang, what can you do on your street? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't even ha- leave your neighborhood, what can you do to make it better? Yeah, because if you see somebody tearing up some stuff or littering, do you even preserve the community that you live in? Like, I don't know. I just think people complain about things, but they haven't done anything personally to try to make it better. And I think we have too many resources nowadays to say, I just don't know, because I've heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't know. I just mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, the same way you Google, you know, if Rihanna make up on sale is the same way you can Google, you know, the next community event, the next civic league, the next city council. So I, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the United States of America. It's not the blue and red states of America. So true. Um, if there's an issue that's affecting Black people here in Virginia, it's probably the same issue affecting Black people, you know, in Georgia. So, exactly. like you said, it's something that you have to work together to get resolved. Right. And for me, um, I think about, you know, when we talk about our food for thought and things like that, my food for thought lies in... um. I'm going to request her back in again, but I wanted us to keep going. Um, I just feel like when I think about food for thought, one of the things that I I, I said this before, have you done your homework? Have you done your homework? Like if you don't know what's going on, you don't know what these people stand for, then you don't have a reason to complain, you know, And, and especially if you didn't even try to get involved in some stage of the process then it's like, we can't have a conversation. We can't have a, a, a decent conversation about what's going on if the other person doesn't really know what's going so on. So that's what I do. Like, like, I know. Um, sorry to kind of piggyback off what you're saying is people will call into the breakfast club and I'm using them because that's the majority of what everyone listens to. Uh, well, I don't want to say that, mm-hmm. but they're naturally syndicated. <laughs> so usually. And they got a lot of followers. Yeah, yes, usually they're on in the morning. <laughs> so that's one thing that I will say they will call them out on. When people call in talking crazy and they're like, I'm voting for this because this person, Charlemagne or Yee, um, or even Envy will be like, where are you getting that information from? Like, did you yeah. research that? Like, put tell me the We got to know. Yeah, don't yeah. just come out the gate being mean or mad. Exactly. And it's not to to call you out cuz you're voting this way or that way. I think what I ex- respect about Ice Cube too is he's staying true to himself but he's coming in an educated way. I think Yes, has- and that's what I said I love him. I love what he's doing, what he's yeah. trying to do and I get really really worried and discouraged cuz it's like 
every time somebody stands up, and we've seen this throughout history, you know, somebody stands up trying to make an honest change and they are assassinated before, you know, any anything even gets off the ground sometimes. I just feel that, I don't know, the, the, the messenger, the one person, people trying to do good, it's like, uh, nobody wants that. You're advancing people. You're giving them some sense. No, you, you got to go. I just hate that so much. But, um, I yeah, know. I just, I really want people to do their homework. How, do you have any food for thought that you could share? Um, I don't know. The, my only food for thought is I will encourage you to vote. Um, I do think there's a lot at stake um, for the next four more years. So whatever your preference is, it's not to sway you one way or the other. Um, women lie, men lie, numbers don't. So <laughs> do your part to, uh, you know, make sure you're heard in your community and continue that same pressure. Apply that same um, energy and same intuitiveness to your local elections and, you know, attend civic league meetings, attend your city council. Mm -hmm. They're not always the most fun, but you learn about what's going on in your community. Um, And you have a chance to say something because, yeah, I was writing apply pressure when you said that it's um the process like let's say we get who we want in there you know whoever um you want to win wins if we're applying that pressure once they get there let's say we get to the point where we get the funding we need for our community if we get the funding we need for our community you still have to apply pressure to make sure that it gets used the right way that it gets allocated to the right place because you can put pressure on people at a certain level to designate so many thousands of dollars to, let's say, Diggs Park, the playground. It, but it ends up getting used in Ghent because, yeah, it was supposed to go to Norfolk, but you didn't specify. To apply that pressure is making sure things happen the way we need them to happen. Mm-hmm. And if one person can't do all the work. It has to be a collective effort, more than one person trying. Mm-hmm. And you'd be amazed. So, you can go to many different areas of um, philanthropy and community within your um, city or state that are working on things. Like, for example, I know when we were um, volunteering with the Heart Association, the main thing that's mm-hmm. dominant um, in Norfolk that they were complaining about are grocery store deserts. This is a city where yes. blood pressure is through the roof, cholesterol is through the roof, stress is through the roof. But the closest they can get to fresh fruit, I mean, yeah, fresh fruit or healthy foods is a 7-Eleven. Are they going to choose that option? No. They're going to get the Skittles, the pizza that's already done because you've taken all grocery stores away. So literally now you have just corner stores. So it's certain things like that, that there's many different ways that you can get involved to get stuff done in your community. It's just about researching your willingness to do it. It's not easy. It does require mm-hmm. some work, but it, it change requires work. So, and it takes time. So right. that's another big issue. It's like, yeah, because like you, I love how you put like it may happen. Our children may see the changes that we're, you know, fighting for today. But it's just you can't stop because you know if we don't continue to do our part, 
what are the kids going to do? Mm-hmm. Like they, they, do we trust them to have sense enough to do with themselves? You know, especially if they didn't even see good examples or the right examples of what to do. Exactly. So, well, yeah, I guess um, Pashas is having trouble logging back on. Um, but yeah, um, did you want to add anything else? No, that was it. Go out and vote, homies. Yes, nobody can tell you who to vote for, but definitely place a vote. Like, I mean, just exercise the right, first of all. Um, Know what you're doing, who you're voting for, and why you're voting for them. And you don't have to tell people your business or who you voted for. And that's what I was talking about. People feeling intimidated or coerced or led to vote for a certain person based on what people around them say. Nobody's with you when you're clicking that button or in the booth doing your thing. So just do something. Like the the worst thing you could do is sit by and complain and not be a part of the process. Exactly. Okay. So that's all I got for today. Thank Mm -hmm. y'all for rocking with us once again. Have a great week, (laughs) y'all. Yes. We'll be back next week to do this all again. Bye, guys. Bye. Talk to you later.